This is a sneak peek of next week's episode of Cartoons to Castles. Welcome to this week's teaser, where we give a preview of the episode that's coming up next week. And our guest next week runs the Disney-inspired lifestyle blog, This Fairy Tale Life, which covers everything you need to know about Disney weddings, Disney parks, food, style, and Disney cocktails. She also is a social media and blogging coach and creator and host of the podcast, Influencer Education. Please welcome Mindy Marzik. Hi, everybody. Hi, we are so excited to talk to you about uh, probably your favorite Disney topic. Do you want to let our audience know (laughs) what topic you chose for us to cover and why you picked it? Yes, today I'm going to be talking about Disney weddings, and I mean not just Disney-themed weddings, but Disney weddings that actually take place at the theme park and the hotels. And the reason that this is a topic that's close to my heart is because my husband and I got married at the Disneyland Hotel, and I've always just been kind of obsessed with weddings, and especially Disney weddings, and I don't know, it's just one of my favorite topics. Well, we cannot wait. (laughs) to do a deep dive with you about it. I love weddings. It's perfect timing for Valentine's Day. This episode will be coming out February 10th, so this is a great topic to talk about for February. Yeah, so be sure to join us for our latest episode about the history and evolution of Disney's fairy tale weddings and honeymoons. Available on February 10th. All right, so for this mini episode, Melanie and I actually got to do a fun Disney history experience virtually recently, so we thought it'd be fun to talk about that, and also, since we're assuming if you guys are here, you also love Disney history, like we love Disney history, so I wanted to share about other, you know, virtual Disney history-themed experiences I've come across during this past year when we've relied Mm -hmm. on virtual experiences. Um, Melanie, do you want to tell them what we did together? Virtually, of course. (laughs) Yes. So Walt Disney Family Museum had a sort of press preview of a virtual escape room. Now, how does a virtual escape room work? So basically, it's kind of like a Zoom party, but with an escape room element. So you're kind of solving puzzles and clues to move on to the next web page where you try to solve clues and escape from the next page. And then at the end, you kind of get a certificate that shows the time you escaped and all of that. So Jess, do you want to kind of fill it in? Yeah. Because I don't think I explained yeah, it for very sure. Well. Yeah, so I was super excited. Um, Walt Disney Family Museum invited Melanie and I, along with other people who have Disney history-themed podcasts, uh, to attend this press preview to share about it with you guys. And I, I mean, I always love everything the Walt Disney Family Museum has done. If you guys are unfamiliar with it, the Walt Disney Family Museum is a museum in San Francisco, reason being because Diane Disney Miller, Walt Disney's oldest daughter, that's where her and her husband, Ron Miller, ended up planning roots later in life. And so uh, she wanted to open a museum in honor of her father near where she lived in San Francisco at the Presidio. And the museum is amazing. It's we have both been so there. It's so good. It's so good. It's not open right now, but it's very, very cool. It has rare artifacts from Walt Disney's life. It has interactive technology that I didn't even know existed. It's really an amazing, amazing museum. Aside from just, you know, the Disney that we know, like Walt Disney Animation Studios and Mickey Mouse, the whole museum 
tells the story of Walt Disney's life. And mm-hmm. in each room that you're in at the museum, it starts with his birth and his early life and his family tree. And each room you move to, you're progressing through the timeline of his life and the elevator in the museum that takes you from his early <laughs> life to uh, when he goes to Hollywood in 1923. The elevator that you have to take looks like a vintage train car. It is just yes. so amazing. Um, so but cool. It's been very exciting that in general, the Walt Disney Family Museum, for those Disney history nerds, they've been doing so many great virtual experiences, both free and some paid. So there's something for everyone, no matter your price point. They have mm-hmm. so many great virtual experiences, but they recently have added this escape room that they invited us to experience. And as Melanie said, we are all in a Zoom room. We're all in a Zoom call together. And then there is a staff member from the Walt Disney Family Museum who is your host. And she shares her screen and you see all these different, all the clues are actual imagery and artifacts from the Walt Disney Family Museum. So the mm-hmm. the the riddles you have to figure out are themed to artifacts and history tidbits at the Walt Disney Family Museum. And so she tells you a riddle and you and your team have to figure it out. And I was a little nervous because Melanie and I knew one another. We didn't know anyone else on the Zoom call. Yeah. I thought it'd be awkward, but it was really fun and collaborative still. It, like we just dove right into it. And you know what? Honestly, you don't need to even know any Disney trivia, like it kind of helped in guessing sort of the final answers. When you put the clues yeah. together, you can kind of confirm because you know some Disney names or terminology, but you really don't have to have any trivia yeah. experience. What helps is being good at riddles and solving puzzles, which yes. I am not. <laughs> but luckily, everyone else in the group was really but good. What at- I thought was, like you said, Melanie, what I thought was so good about it is I, it, I felt like it satisfied people like us who want really niche Disney stuff and Disney yeah. history. Mm-hmm. But like you said, you don't need to know it because you don't need to know about Disney to know the answers. But the fact that the riddle is using pieces of Disney artifacts is fun for Disney history nerds. And also it can help you figure out the answer quicker because all the answers are like Disney words, words or Disney history related yeah. words. But you don't, again, you don't need to. And they're just doing one version of it right now. It's recommended to have about 10 people and we'll include a link in the show notes too if you want to check out more about the experience but they recommend it for you know birthday parties yeah Yeah, 10 or less for birthday parties for corporate team Team building building. Mm -hmm. uh i mean I don't know, it'd be fun for an anniversary party, like any sort of party that you want to have, it would be really fun. It's $500 total. So again, I know that could sound like, oh my gosh, $500. But again, it's meant for a group all splitting it. And it is a very personal experience. If you want to have a virtual fun experience, if that's what you want to spend for your birthday party with a big group of friends to safely celebrate virtually. I thought that was an awesome option. They said that they're also working on a haunted mansion themed one that'll probably be later down the line right now. They just have like a general Walt Disney Family Museum themed one, but it was so fun. Unlike our preview, you're not going to be put with people you don't know. This is catered to a group that you create. So, you know, like just said, a company wanting to team build for a certain department or a birthday party, you know, you're going to be with people, you know, and it's kind of a nice bonding thing to kind of work together to try to 
move on to the next room and get the clues and all of that. It's but it really got us way. thinking and but there was also <laughs> lots of laughs. It was a great time. And uh, like I said, if you, you know, are looking also for free experiences, they do offer a lot of free different theme talks. Someone I know named Marcy Smothers has done some that have been really great where she talks about food that Walt Disney loved. They've done an Alan Menken concert, one that was mm-hmm. free and then also one that was paid for. And again, all the money goes to keeping the Walt Disney Family Museum which is a nonprofit, it goes towards the museum and towards their staff's payroll. Like it's all nonprofit. So that's where all the money's going in case you were curious. And then also on Walt Disney Family Museum's Instagram, we can include a link too. They do trivia very frequently on their Instagram stories, which is very challenging and always (laughs) very fun. Melanie, did you have anything else to add about Family Museum or should I move on to other virtual history experiences? Well, I just wanted to say also that you get a host from the museum guiding you along through each of the rooms and if you need a clue the host can step in and give you clues like there's no limit to the amount of clues that you can ask for so if you're really stuck you're not going to be stuck in the room like you have someone guiding you along so it is a really personalized experience and they can work with your schedule too oh yeah Yeah. they said they've done them all sorts of times of night, even at 10 p.m. So we're there for you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So other things that I want to talk about is if you guys are familiar with Bowers Museum, which is a, a museum in Orange County, California, they in March, I actually went to the press preview for this the first week of March. So clearly it wasn't able to be open for very long, but they opened up a inside the Walt Disney archives um, exhibit and it was going to open at the Bowers museum and close in October. And they were anticipating it to obviously be a very big thing because mm-hmm. everyone loves Disney, but especially in Southern California, anything Disney is a huge hit because we're the land of annual pass holders. <laughs> and then after that, it was going to tour TBD location, but it was the exhibit was going to tour elsewhere It's still at Bowers because, you know, nothing's really open. There hasn't really been a need to move it. But they've also done a lot of virtual ticketed um, lectures with Disney historians. Uh, But they also have a free virtual Inside the Walt Disney Archives exhibit. So you could kind of take a look at the exhibit virtually. Not every single thing in the exhibit, but they do have a lot of close-ups of artifacts from the exhibit. And Melanie, I have a blog post with all these experiences linked. So if if that's... That's a one-stop link. That's a (laughs) one-stop link to find all these. So there's not a million different links. Um, The Walt Disney Birthplace, which is Walt Disney's first home in Chicago, Illinois, which has been worked on being renovated and turned into a museum space. It's still being renovated, but they do periodically have virtual tours and things like that. So Walt Disney Birthplace's Instagram is a good Instagram to follow for those occasional tours. And also, you know, what Melanie and I have utilized a lot for research on this podcast, Disney history books. There's so many different great mm-hmm. books out there. So many I didn't even know existed. Again, going back to Walt Disney Family Museum, they have a, a lot of great Disney history books that are very, including very niche topics and including out of print books that are very expensive from third party sellers on Amazon, but you could get them for normal book price at Family Museum. Yeah, and we just got a very interesting book for Christmas from a family member that is a Walt Disney book. It's like a big hardcover book, but it's a 3D book. So it comes with little 3D glasses. What? And it's just a photography. Yes, I'll have to show you sometime, but it's a photography book and you use little 3D glasses to look at all the pictures. It's so cool. But like, that feels like a virtual experience to me. That is amazing. (laughs) I love it. Um, And also, you know, the monorail book that we just uh, chatted with 
with with mm-hmm. one of the authors, Jeff Curdy. That's a great book. Another favorite of mine, which is also by Jeff Curdy, who is our guest on episode 10, is uh, Travels with Walt Disney, A Photographic Voyage Around the World. I really like that one because that book shows a perspective of Disney history you don't hear about all the time. Because I know Mm -hmm. if you're a Disney history fan, sometimes you're like craving for new information because you could kind of hear the same information all the time and it can be repetitive. So you want to get down to the nitty gritty and no really tiny details. And the Travels with Walt Disney book, most of it I had never heard about because it focuses on on Walt Disney's trips he took, not only for research, but also the trips he took with his family and the treasures he collected that inspired Mm -hmm. movies. And so it was about a topic about Walt Disney that I don't really hear the nitty gritty about. And it had Mm -hmm. photos I'd never seen before. So that that was a really good one. And if you're into um, more modern Disney history... It's not necessarily a history book, it's a biography book, but The Ride of a Lifetime, Lessons Learned from 15 Years as CEO of the Walt Disney Company. It's a Bob Iger's uh, memoir, but he starts from when he first worked at Disney, and I thought it had some really great detailed history from like the Michael Eisner era to when Bob Iger became CEO that I hadn't Mm -hmm. heard before or read about before, so... Yeah, we just thought we would, you know, if you guys are craving more Disney history beyond Cartoons and Castles, <laughs> which we hope you've been enjoying, I was like, Melanie and I are into this stuff, so we thought we would pass along these other ways that you can enjoy Disney history from the safety of your home. Yeah, and Jess has a really cute picture of her posing with the Bob Iger uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you guys know how weird I am, right? And so, like, la- uh, I was gonna... Okay, so in 2019... I think that was when the book came out. But in any case, December of 2019 is when I got the book and I read the book. And there was this time that was also when, like, you know, around when The Mandalorian came out. There was this, like, Time Magazine edit photo that was, like, in Time Mm -hmm. Magazine online of Bob Iger holding his (laughs) book. And then in his other hand, he's holding baby Yoda and then the background is like the desert that you that like <laughs> the setting of the Mandalorian because it was trying to show of like wow look at what Bob Iger's done Disney plus baby Yoda his memoir like it was supposed <laughs> to be a photo encompassing that so I was like okay I want to post about this book I read what would be a photo I could take about that so I got dressed like Bob Iger is dressed in that photo and held a baby Yoda doll in one hand and held the memoir in the other. So it's like me as Bob Iger holding the Bob Iger book. And like (laughs) Melanie, your husband, Jeremy was like, I wish it would just go on forever. And then like the book you're holding is like the photo of you holding the book. Like it could just go on forever. So like when you hold up a mirror to a mirror, it's just infinite. Yeah, it's just infinite Bob Iger's and Jessica's and baby Yoda's. And and then I actually came across that photo the other day, which I completely forgot about that photo. So I can't even believe that you like remember. I've forgotten about of it. Of course. One of, one of my finest. It's very work, memorable. One of my <laughs> finest works for social media. And I came across it the other day. Because, like, remember when it was a trend to do, like, four photos in a grid and say LinkedIn, Facebook, yes. Instagram, Tinder? Mm -hmm. I think those are the four, like, it'd be, like, post a photo of yourself that you'd post for LinkedIn, Facebook, 
Instagram, Tinder. And I chose the Bob Iger one because I'm dressed in a suit. So I posted the photo of me <laughs> pretending to be Bob Iger holding the Bob Iger book as my LinkedIn photo. Of course you did. I remember I did that too. But then the Tinder picture, I put a little pile of sticks and I think you were like, oh, what does that even mean? I, yeah. And because you. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. I get it now. Not being a super outdoorsy person, you didn't necessarily know that a, that like sticks used as firewood were called tinder. Well, I'm the owner of a backyard fire pit, so now I'm well versed in now tinder. Now you're very outdoorsy. I'm very outdoorsy. I love to watch Disney movies and outside. And, with tinder and kindle not not the e-reader the you wood. mean kindling kindling oh that's what i meant yeah <laughs> just kidding i guess i have some ways to go well i also have to comment so i love when we're on these calls because i could see jessica and she has this amazing office space in the background and she changes out the decor sometimes so she has this clothing rack in the background and she puts like i change out the clothes for the holiday yeah she puts seasonal clothing on the clothing rack and right now it's like all heart covered valentine's dresses and skirts (laughs) and i'm like i'm drooling over those adorable dresses i'm like that is so cute it's putting me in the mood for Valentine's I have Day. the so new cute. I have the new Minnie Mouse heart ears yes. and I have the Danielle Nicole Mickey chocolates box bag it's a Valentine's up in here oh you guys sorry I need to do one more plug bear with me but if you guys want even more Disney history you can mm-hmm. enjoy our bonus episodes (laughs) for three dollars a month you can uh, support our podcast by being a patreon subscriber if you visit Mm -hmm. patreon.com slash cartoons to castles we release a monthly bonus episode and we get into really niche topics we provide sound clips and Mm -hmm. our first one not all of them were this long but our first one was three hours long it was a party (laughs) it was a party up in here so if you want to hear about Full House being filmed or Family Matters being filmed at the Disney parks or hear about B. Arthur and the Star Wars holiday special to yeah. uh, Caroline Ray time traveling for the Walt Disney World 25th anniversary. We have it all on our Patreon. We have, we have it all and we really dive into those totally random things that aren't necessarily right for the main episodes but are so much fun that we have to cover them for our bonus episodes. <laughs> We've got it all, we've got it all. Beaches and paddle boats to dancing waterfalls. We've got it all, we've got it all. Daytime or nighttime, fun and pleasure call. Dine and dance, fun romance. We entertain you all the while. At Disneyland Hotel, we've got it all. 60 acres of resort pleasures and the only hotel on the monorail to Disneyland. We've got it all. (laughs) Okay, we've got it all. So we've yeah, as the song says, we've got it all. We've got all right. it all. <laughs> well, thanks for joining us for this little mini episode. And, and stay tuned February 10th for our full episode with Mindy Marzek about Disney's fairy tale weddings. Thanks for listening. Till next time. Keep, keep dreaming. dreaming.